You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the Kari Feinstein Emmy Style Lounge at the world-famous Montreal Hotel on Sunset Boulevard and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad Edition. We'll break down all of the Season 4 action so far and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad Edition. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to AfterBuzz TV, coming to you live from the Emmy Awards gifting suites here at the Montreal Hotel, Sunset Boulevard, in the heart of Hollywood. I'm Paul Ashton, I'm here with Tam, John and Kenny, and we are here to talk about uh, an Emmy conquering show, uh, Breaking Bad. Um, the is in. It's just had its ninth episode of the season on Sunday night. Yeah. Just gone. Uh, it's an incredible four seasons so far. And what's particularly um, sad and interesting yeah. <laughs> in light of where we currently are right. is that Breaking Bad is not nominated for any Emmy Awards no. this year because yes. they started the season so late. So late. That they exactly. weren't eligible. And I'm wondering right. if they're shooting themselves. They're thinking that, God, if things were different, we could have been in there. Yeah. And how right. would it have really changed up the Emmy nomination? Well, and this is the last season, right? Second well, no, no, they, they, they've season. extended oh, really? it. Yeah, yeah, they, they have. They, this yeah. is news yeah. to me. Sorry. The fifth will be the last. Yeah. AMC, after a very protracted and drawn-out uh, negotiation yeah. period, which saw uh, the producers almost take it to FX, because AMC wanted eight rather than 16 final mm-hmm. order, Yeah. they eventually settled on a deal. So, right. it, which allows Vince Gilligan and the team to really plan out yeah. that the climax, de- the, the demise of Walter White. Oh, my God. oh, oh so how, how can it? I just Got can't. Uh, who knows where it will end up? Anyway, um, there's they, they they weren't able to be nominated, but you know they took that extra hiatus and got looking at how strong the season is. Yeah, they, they really did their work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, they I, took their time. time they really do it well. Oh, in, yeah. In terms of any history, though, it's an interesting one because Cranston was on the verge of equal, equaling a record only held by Bill Cosby, and that is winning four in a row. Right. Ah. Now, Cosby did this in 66 uh, to 69, I think, if I have my years correct. Four, uh, well, I'll find out. I've got to answer in my notes. Cranston would have been possibly up for four in a row, and now we'll never know. Now well, we'll now never. What, would they consi- no. I guess they wouldn't consider four well, eligibility periods in a row. I yeah, wonder if they would. They're talking four years not. in a row. Four still, years in a row. It still okay. won't be the same. So. It won't. No, it's true. Because it always have the asterisk by it. It would. It would. You're right. You're right. And you know, and that, and perhaps we can talk about this later on, uh, as we did a little bit earlier with um, in Boardwalk Empire. It does blow open the best actor race. Clearly, yes. it does yes. indeed. Or at least brings it down to a two-horse yeah. race. Well, and I true. wonder if uh, if uh, AMC if that was a part of their plan as far as the Emmys go to kind of open the door up for uh, John Hamm. Give John Hamm a shot. Or John Hamm a shot at it. Yeah, like <laughs> that's some shenanigans that, going like, on. No one can beat him in that race. So maybe this was a step for. Uh, and AMC you know, put, going on going on the strength of Cranston's performance this season. Did anyone really have a chance? Right. No, I, I mean, it's so. just he seems no, to get no. stronger. Yeah. yeah. Right. Look, well, everybody has on that. What's that? Everybody has on Breaking Bad. That's right. Everybody's yeah. gotten stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Paul, I mean, the amount that they've been giving him yeah. and the amount he's been bringing. I totally agree. And, and we, I mean, we saw him in the, we had Aaron Paul in the gifting suites here yeah. earlier today. Just a few minutes ago. Um, which was pretty exciting. Yes. Uh, it was. We were, we're like scanning the room to see if we can find him. I was definitely him. a little bit of a schoolgirl standing next to him. <laughs> I didn't say anything to him. I did come close to going like this so I could say I rubbed elbows with him, but I didn't even do that. Well, maybe one day we can get him on uh, on a show, but yeah. we'll yeah. see. We have right. to do that. Um, we'll, we'll cross our fingers. But um, cer- certainly he has developed 
in depth and uh, not in maturity. The character's no. dark side has come out. Exactly. You see it in the way that they're dressing him, yeah. and, I and mean, the way not, they're lighting him. He's almost always lit in half light, half mm -hmm. side, yeah, side half lighting. Light. He's always yeah. got a dark side on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very noticeable yeah. on last in last Sunday's uh, episode. Well, look, before we get, let, let's spend some time talking about what we've loved so much about this season because right. that's where we'll start. Uh, a, a brief rundown from me about where we're, where we're at this season okay. and for what it means for each of the main characters to me. Walt, in the aftermath of Gale's death, is basically become obsessed with killing Gus to save himself. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. As he further descends into, into darkness. Jesse, Maynard, coming to terms with the crime that he has committed, yes. the dark mm -hmm. side that he has entered into, and now, at his lowest, finding someone seeing something in him and yeah. the effect yeah. that that's having on him. Right. Gus, dealing with needing Walt and not wanting Walt. Mm -hmm. Dealing with the cartel and now dealing with Hank. Right. Skylar breaking bad herself into the family business <laughs> and now dealing with some tax fraud issues. Yeah. Yes. And it will be interesting to see how that gets resolved. And Hank finding the world to live again through the case. Right. Right. But if I think of the whole season so far, I think of I think of it. I, I feel like it's been a season about the power and politics of this drug business yeah. and about the notion primarily of divide and conquer. That's right. my issue. It's always it's, it's the wedge that's been driven between Walt. And, and Jesse. Jesse. That's the thing. Is, for me, it's been the crux of this season. That's right. And Gus, Gus is getting, getting, Gus master, getting in masterfully. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. And it started so innocently. Let's just, just separate them. Let's just take Jesse on a ride with Mike. And then have Walt get all jealous about it. And just, you know, the way that they set it up, he was so, yeah. he'd gone so off the rails mm -hmm. with yeah. his parties and Jesse. Yes. And just, just brilliant tactics. Clearly, work. clearly yeah. looking for that uh, somebody to come into his life and, 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 and take help him out. Him out. Exactly. Or take, take him out. Take and him we out thought and, he would. And help him out, yeah. But they took it in another direction. That's true. That's true. But that was clearly somebody looking, striving, wanting some direction or something in his life to have some meaning other than the guilt that he's feeling over killing Gail. And there was no greater uh, example of that wedge than the yeah. final scene on the, Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. in the fight. Yes. Which These guys used to be, I mean, look, we have to stick together or he's going to kill us both. By, the, by season, by episode nine, they're beating the crap out of each other. And Sam and I were just talking yeah. about it, about how effectively shot, coordinated, and, and pitched that fight was. The, right. the messiness of it, yes. the scrappiness, eyes, mouths. Yeah. They weren't fighters, but yeah. it was so visceral. And we were, in last, oh, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt quick, but we're talking about that. The way they lit that, too, they had these just tiny pools of light. Mm -hmm. So the guys were coming in and out, out of, of darkness them, yes. and, and in and out of yeah, the light, which yeah, I thought yeah. was very, very, very yeah. good. Um, so, guys, what's, what, do you, what do you think of, like, when you think of the season so far, what are your favorite moments? Moments that define the thematic development or you find are the most important inciting incidents that we've had so far narratively? Go ahead, Kenny. I think for me, the... Um, the episode where uh, uh, Walt's brother-in-law, Hank, uh, drives into the chicken place to put the device under the car, yeah. and next to them pulls up Mike, Mike. and yeah. now, like, you, ha you can see Walt's eye, his ear is with Hank, but his eye is clearly on Mike, so he has to decide, you know, his goal is to get rid of Gus, but yeah. now he's in, a, he's in a difficult position because now... Hank is onto him. Yeah. So now he, he's kind of forced to protect him in a way. So I, I, I think that was one of the one of the best exchanges for me as far as both using visual and, yeah. and what the characters were, especially Hank, because he was doing most of the talking. And all you see was Cranston's eyes <laughs> on Mike and Mike looking back at him, which was amazing. Yeah. I, was, I think that was that was a great shot. It was remember, a great shot. I remember watching it. I remember going, oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's just, and and the way Mike, just Mike his stare back yeah. at, at at Walt was just incredible. Not a word between. Not a word. It's so much. He's so great. Yeah. He's just he's just a, a great character. He's well thought out. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to add um, what's kept. And you mentioned about uh, Gus and him not needing, not wanting Walt, but he needs him. I think that's what kept Walt alive since episode one. Sure. His his knowledge and his ability to get out of situations has kept him alive this far. So. Yeah. And you really, know, and it's and it's that. Uh, that that final that final act that final shot of season three, mm -hmm. Gail's like death. That yeah. it, yes. it just so propels us, propelled us into this season. 
and set up just enough breathing space within that paradigm yeah. where, where, where Gus needs him. Mm-hmm. Gus needs him. And I mean, that, that, that it's, it segues so beautifully into... I, I'm just going to jump on a, one of my favourite moments, not only of this of the uh, season, but the series, is when uh, Walt loses it at Skylar in the bedroom and goes off on about how vital he is and says... I'm not in danger. I am the danger. I'm the knock at the door. I'm the knock at the door. That's right. That speech, that Mm -hmm. place he got to, that writing, that delivery was just like, is just a highlight for me of the whole series. What's interesting is that they're still building to that. That's what he wants and that's what he's thinking. But he's still, I mean, he just got his butt kicked by Jesse. He's not there yet. So you yeah, that's know right. he's still got more to go. There's actually a great, a great uh, they, on the AMC website they have the descriptions of the um, of the episodes if you ever want to look at them. It's like AMC.com slash Breaking Bad, and one of the ways that they describe described it was that after that danger line they said you know this is what Walt says but at the same time there's Gus monitoring him permanently so he's not really in control at all what about for you John? well there's been a few I mean I, I, I still have not been able to get over the box cutter yeah. yeah, I mean that still oh is, is, is you know it still has permeated the entire ser- um, ep- uh, season mm-hmm. because I keep going back to that he killed that guy in front of him, yeah. and that was the beginning of the wedge. Yes, me, that was the beginning. For me, of the it was the way he walked away, yeah. calmly put on, yeah. yeah, put on this everything, just yeah. got ready and you know completely sociopathic, yeah, yeah. very cold. Yeah. And a wonderful link though. When we saw two episodes ago, Gus's right. past. Exactly. Yes. That was my other one I was going to point to. Is, is, is going, going, doing the backstory of Gus, Gus and where he came from and, and his partner that he had in their relationship and, and to see how that has kind of uh, informed his current situation and how he deals with these two parts. When, when, uh, when the um, Mexican like drug lord said to him, yeah. I spared you because of who you are, yeah. what did that mean to you? Well, I, clearly, he, we don't know what he is because they were talking about his Chilean uh, roots and something. Mm-hmm. We don't know where he's from. Why? You know, we don't know. I mean, that's. I'm sure we're going to get more. I of that. think he's right. involved in the Cuban drug. Yeah, yeah, Cuban drugs. Be, and I was, you know, I went to straight to Pinochet because of Chile and all that other stuff. But who, I don't know. I think he's from Cuba. But why would he talk about Chile? I, I, the, 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 I think the Chilean thing, yeah. the Chilean thing, is a, a smokescreen for the fact that he's from Cuba. What makes you say that he's I from don't Cuba? know. No, it's something, oh, it's something, no, it's something no, in the show. No, something okay, I got okay, in the okay. show. I, off the top of my head, I have no idea. Okay. Well, I know Hank was. brought it up when I, he was investigating. I think, yeah, it, I think it's something. Yeah. There's no record of him in Chile. Right. right. And right. I think he said to Mike. Gus said, "If you keep digging, I'm sure you'll find him." Yes. Which I thought was a great line. Yeah. And I think it's what he said to Mike after that from the office. What about Cuba? And that made me think. Uh, I, I think he and maybe someone else said it, or I read it somewhere. Something about him being. Oh my goodness! Are you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Paul, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Paul has joined us. Gentlemen, in the back at me again. What are you talking about? Oh, we're talking about the show. Boardwalk Empire. Have you seen it? Wow, what a crap show. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome hey. to AfterBuzz TV, Aaron Paul. Yes, Hi, thanks nice. for being here. Thanks for having me. How are you? Thanks for coming by. We appreciate you coming by. Yeah, thanks for talking about the show in uh, such a great way. Kind of Kenny, John, Tam, I'm Paul. I'm Aaron. Nice Aaron. to meet you. Uh, so we, we were actually we were just we were just kind of like talking about our favorite parts of the season so far. Yeah, what, what, that, what are those? Well, we were actually we were just discussing the wedge that Gus has been really masterfully put between you and Paul. Yeah, Rob. divide and conquer. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, Gus is a very smart, Extremely. very smart man. Yeah. And, uh, He's playing chess on layers. Yeah. He's got a three-dimensional chess player. Yeah, and that, that's his plan, was yeah. to, to try and separate these yeah. two characters. And so, you haven't seen anything yet. The, the final four episodes of this season is uh, the most intense that this show has ever gone. So it's, well, I have a we, question for you. I, I, I've read, I don't know if this is true, but... You don't do you necessarily uh, read all uh, a bunch of scripts ahead, or do you not try not to? I try not to. Yeah, we actually. You don't like to discuss these scripts with, uh, with say, your fellow actors, or do you like to just? No, I I, I, I literally read it one script at a time, and uh, is that all they give you one at a time? Script-wise, yeah, but we have we get the outlines usually about 
two, three outlines at once, so we kind of see where the arc is going. Right. And it's it's even tough for me not to read those. I try not read those all at once, but sometimes I can't help myself because I, I think I'm just yeah. just like you guys. I want to know what the hell is happening. <laughs> yeah. So when you knew your own lot were coming to blows, what did you think when you were reading that? When I was reading that, I I, I could not believe it. And uh, the final line of that episode was just yeah. telling him, get, get the, out of my house. Get out of my house. Don't come back. That, that's, the last, that's the last thing we've seen on yeah. Sunday night. We were talking about that earlier, and there's this... There's a great thing on the AMC website, all the backstage, uh, behind the oh, scenes. Oh, the fights. Yeah. 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 Was, that, was that like a whole day? That was the only thing scheduled that day was the fight. Um, all the dialogue up to the fight was shot the day prior. Right. Um, but the, the, the fight took an entire day. Do you get to go chronologically much like that? I mean, that must help. You know, the yeah, it, 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 it did help. Usually it's not. Usually it's just so sporadic. and yeah. um, It's just like if you're shooting interior Jesse's house, usually do you that all at once. Yeah. Um, and that's why we did that. And in this season, mostly that's just involved a lot of meth addicts <laughs> and drugs. Yeah, it's just been an ongoing been, party. Yeah. yeah, at least consistent for you. I'm going to ask you a question, another one. Yeah. You've got to be thrilled with the breadth and the depth that they've allowed. I mean, your character. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It, is, it is an absolute dream. I mean, all these characters, uh, they're always in a constant change of, right. uh, of who they actually are. They're constantly yeah. changing, constantly morphing into different people within themselves. And so it's an actor's dream to, yeah. to be able to jump to, into a role and that role is not the same throughout the entirety of the, the series. It's such a strong arc for you this season coming off like really moving over into yeah. the dark side with that with yeah. the murder and yeah. this, this arc of Jesse dealing with that and, and I mean one of my favourite bits and I've got it Jesse goes to the NA meeting Aaron Paul nails it oh that thank was, you I got written just here that was <laughs> but that was such an amazing scene and I mean just everything about Jesse's darker the clothing yeah. that black jacket that he's always everything's wearing everything's darker yeah and I mean let, let, talk to us about that that scene where he goes and that guy that the actor who plays the, the, the NA yeah he's incredible he's just so wonderful yeah, incredible and that, that story just so honest yeah and then and Jesse just like just is just so brutal. Yeah. It's, so, it's such a dark... Yeah. Like what? It, it was really uh, that point of the, of the season was finally the opportunity to allow Jesse to just let his internal emotions out because yeah. he's been just hiding everything inside, just shoving all of his emotions deep inside. And so it was breaking him. It was hurting him. And uh, I mean, you notice at the beginning of the season... He was trying to act okay. Everything was fine after yeah. the murder of Gail. Um, but truly, obviously, it wasn't. He just Literally, had yeah. to keep himself distracted, had to keep people around him, All had to keep using exactly. to keep his mind off of his internal thoughts because when he was left alone, that's when things get dangerous for, yeah. for Jesse. Yeah. And so finally, it was a point of how how dare really, like, how dare the world, like, why am I not getting punished for my actions this right. is this is you cannot just accept that's why he's losing it was a strange uh, pro like projection onto the weak on one level and right. confession at the same time yeah, yeah yeah you know like like just the like bearing of the scenes you know yeah yeah no absolutely when I read, oh go ahead oh no sorry. sorry no when i when i when i read that uh peter gould um wrote that episode he also directed it and um when I read that scene, I mean, it was like a, close to a three-page monologue, really. It was, it's such a long monologue, and everything everything in that monologue was so important. And yeah. um, it was perfect, really. And, and, of course, Gus comes along at just the right time, saying that he sees something in someone, and Jesse resists yeah. it, but you can't deny. And Walter's arrogance is what's really stuffing him up, because yeah. he doesn't, he won't encourage Jesse, he's but, pushing him away. You know, yeah. kind of speaking to that, my impression of Jesse for so much of the series has been he's just really been a guy in despair. Yeah. And then now that Gus comes along and gives him this sort of, you know, a little twinkle of, of possibility of something, you know, he could be something. Something bigger, yeah, exactly. How, how does that change your, you know, your interpretation of the things that you do? Well, it's just, uh, it, it's interesting because throughout the season, um, or the, the series, uh, rather, Jesse 
everyone in his life has really abandoned him and the people that didn't abandon him end up dying like Jane and what allowed Jane to die and uh, when Jesse's family just turned their back on him he literally was left nothing. with nothing right. and the only thing he had was Walt and then Walt pretty much walked and now this season it's so interesting because obviously he despises Gus and he's intrigued by Gus but he's terrified of him as well um, And but when he says why me why'd you choose me yeah. he goes I I like to think that I see things mm-hmm. in people and he's just so do you think so Jesse thought that, that was, was genuine? Yeah. Like that's that I didn't expect. Loyalty is something that he must see in you. And yeah. I'm curious. Did you did you did Jesse see that as uh, manipulation, or did you think Jesse felt that that was sincere? I think at that point, 100% sincere. Because he really wanted to believe it. Really yeah. Sometimes you yeah. can't even know it's yeah. manipulation, but want to believe it. Can yeah, you, absolutely. You have I, I have a yeah. question that's totally not about the show, but <laughs> you won the Emmy last year. What was going through your mind when they called your name? Um, you know what? I went to the Emmys this last year completely expecting to jump up out of my seat and applaud for... <laughs> Anybody else other right. than myself, you know, like right. um, Michael Emerson, Ontario Quinn. Um, I, uh, I was gonna jump up and applaud because they're brilliant. I was not expecting to go up on that stage, and so it was just utter shock. Are you talking? Right. So you don't get back up there this year. <laughs> no, you know, we're just you know this year we're not we're not we're not eligible yeah. and right. Um, you know, it'll be fun to go to the party, but, um, but no pressure. How do you go from a character who was gonna get? Written off. Right. To win it. <laughs> I know. I have no idea. <laughs> so talk about a journey. We think Jesse's gone through. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, no. Jesse was gonna get uh, was slated to be killed off yeah. in the first season, and well, that's a credit to you, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, once we got picked up, once we shot the pilot, and we got picked up to series, because um, that was the arc of the first season that Vince mm-hmm. would pitch around. Uh, Vince Gilligan, our creator, yeah. uh, would pitch around that Jesse would bring Walter White into this dark business and then ends up dying in a tragic, I think it was a shootout originally. But once we got picked up the series, Vince decided, you know what, the whole show has changed once we shot the pilot. They just love the dynamic between Mr. White and Jesse Pinkman. They love the tug of war, butting head. And you and Roy Preston. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, did you guys ever talk about the father son thing going on between the two? Yeah, yeah, no, you know, it was at the beginning, it was such a a love hate relationship, or not even really a love hate, it was more of like a a frustrated hate hate relationship. (laughs) But as, uh, as these characters, to spend more time together it was absolutely it turned into a father son sort of yeah. dynamic and I, th- I think it was, it was very special well who knows where it's going to end up we can't wait yeah. to see I mean, we, we, can't, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen I can't imagine if you get the script do you have any clue and you, you just yeah, you're, sit you're, you're going to lose your mind it, it, it gets so intense well, it's so intense uh, it's so exciting it's just so great to have you chat to us thank, thank you and nice to meet you guys, guys. Thank thanks you for having me and thank you so much for doing this on Breaking Bad I really appreciate it. It's, it's I sure appreciate it. Uh, just one quick shot. Yeah. Can I say one thing? Yeah. So, you know, Maria Menounos, is, yes. this is why it's all going to start, because of the show, and she's such a fan of you. And So what we want to do, and we're going to talk to you about it, I know Maria's going to talk to you about it, we would actually like to do the season finale at John Lovett's Comedy Club up at Universal City, because he does Adam Carolla up there. He does. They've invited us. Oh. We'd maybe love to have you come out. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll spread the word, see if we can get some more people down there. Your writers, everything, because yeah. it's just it's incredible. Anyway, I'm out. Thank you. Right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much, guys. I really, truly appreciate this. I, I told Vince the other day that you guys do this. He was just honored and thankful. We so yeah. love the show, and we're just well, we've listened we're to his so podcast obsessed. too. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Talk on the mic. Thanks, man. Thank, uh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for stopping by. Wow. Okay, uh, that's that's awesome. that. <laughs> the question now becomes, where do we go from yeah. here? <laughs> Vince Gilligan's coming in. Anybody, yeah.
Okay. Uh, that was a little sort of funny. That's amazing. That's good. Kind of high right now. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, well-deserved Emmy certainly for yes. him, and we're sorry to see that he isn't eligible this year because I, I think, I mean, again, the, the, what the writers have given him and what he's been able to bring to that role has been incredible. Uh, to go from a guy that was just this kind of throwaway drug uh, dealer yeah. to what he's doing now is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's been thrilling a lot. And let's just say he's got that uh, that that Emmy next year on lockdown. Lockdown. Well, before he left, before he uh, joined us, we were talking about our our favorite moments or, right. or our moments that were uh, causing us to uh, well have the most. I don't know, thought-provoking, right. say that way. And Tammy, I didn't hear yours. Well, and, and, you know, I, I thought I would sort of go off off of the general consensus and talk a little bit about the woman on the show. Yes. Talk about Skylar yes. a little bit. Um, it's been so fascinating to watch her go from uh, completely ignorant, not knowing anything about uh, about Walt and his business, to now running the business. I mean, talk about, uh, you yeah. know, a grand transformation. Yeah, not only this was ignorant, and then she went into being so disgusted, yep. uh, pissed off, yes. and then, and then, I mean, the, my, my favorite moment about that is when he said, are, when Walt says to her, are you in or are you out? And all she does, she doesn't answer, she just starts putting the money in the safe. Yeah. So she's in. Yeah. She's in. She's, she, she's human as well, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and, I, lo- and I love this, the way that they, they did the bit with the... Um, the message on the answering machine, yes. which leads yeah, the them to looking back that. up, yes. and I just I felt there was this part of her that, for the first time, allowed herself to get turned on by how badass Walt's become. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe there's a little bit of her that there's this strength and dark side to him right. that, whilst is also terrifying, and certainly a little bit later on became too terrifying and sent her out of the of the house. Yeah, that wonderful. You know, deciding moment where she was like, "Do I? Am I gone? Am I out of this?" Yeah. Well, it's interesting to see that uh, her transformation because three seasons ago she would not have gone in the scene from last weekend where she goes in to pretend to be dumb. Yeah, the dumb bim- cat- the bimbo scene. That was a yeah. completely different Skylar from like the Absolutely. first couple of seasons, and it was so great to see her transformation it, as it, well. It's like the, that, that bad element. Yeah. It seeps in, and it. And I, I'm going to do the same thing that I said at. Um, Boardwalk Empire earlier today is that when you're like here and, and, and you can rationalize taking a step down to there. Yeah. yeah. Right? You can because it's not yeah, that far. There's a reason. Right. And now you're here. Yeah. You can now repris- uh, easily rationalize taking a step down to there because right. it's not that far. Right. And, and you keep doing that slope, and then there's how far you've gone. I right. did that one. I, can, I have to do this one sometimes and then, well, if I did that one, then I'll probably... And all of a sudden you've murdered someone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and very you know, you've murdered somebody. And Absolutely. so interesting how it's they brought Benicky back. Great uh, slow seduction yes. to the dark side of Tappy. They, yes. they brought back the man who she, you know, was yeah. like the infidelity, right. who's uh, now in deep financial trouble, right. but more to the point, will bring the law snooping around in her hands, right? At the not only the law, but it's going to bring the interloper into Walt's house. Oh, yeah. Because now the guy who slept with his wife is back in on the scene. Well, see, that's such great writing because I totally forgot about him from the last season. For him to come back now at this point in this in the series is absolutely brilliant. And it looks like while all that other stuff is happening, it looks like from 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 what happened on Sunday night that she's going to go and uh, find $600,000 of bonds yes. to pay off that tax bill she's already to protect she themselves. To, she just has to go into a crawl space. She's got right. it. Yeah. I wonder how she'll explain that one to you. Well, I, see well, I wonder if he even knows he has that much at this point. Yeah, how would he you know? know? No, I mean, how she'll explain it to Benicky. Oh, the money where they come from. from. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, they, they hinted that, that, no, you can't do that. and mm. all that. So she's going she's gonna to come up with some lie. My guess is she'll probably continue the lie of his gambling, and that's how that's going to be. Ah, yeah. Right. So she's yeah. Already, that's already been successful. I don't think she can put, pull over the idea that the car wash has been so successful so quickly. Here's 600 grand. grand. In a yeah. month. Right. That was a great scene too when she was at the cash register r- ringing up yeah, fake customers. Fake customers. Talking to herself. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Because yeah. at first I, thought, I actually thought she was talking to people. But. Well, because it 
also was really great with the I don't know how to launder money. And exactly. Because, you know, it, it went from being very theoretical to being but that's also taking, tax and exactly That's also taking her smarts as an accountant and how to get out Covering of that situation. Tracks. Yeah. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Another and one of, another right. thing that I, that I loved was when Walt got drunk. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. um, and, then, oh. and you know, propelled the season forward right. by make, keeping Hank in like the game. Yes. Yes. His like, arrogance, his pride, he just couldn't let it everything. go. Yeah. He That's becomes, a fatal flaw. He, yes, he becomes so belligerent. If he had just kept his mouth shut, shut. Hank was out of the game. That's right. And, and was happy to stay out. Right. But not and, I mean, now. and that's been, a, that's been a, a really great arc for him as well. Yeah, Hank. For yeah. Hank, just finding the will to live again. Yeah, and just that great detective work. Oh, and, and, the, and the, the, the monologue he got to say to his, you know, his colleagues when he was trying to explain, you know, how he thought Gus... Was part and of they think thing. he's crazy now, yeah, but they're yeah. humoring him because he's yeah. a cripple. Right. And then that final line, yeah. then what are his what are his fingerprints doing? Yeah. Exactly. In and you yeah. notice, and then the next episode, they don't want to believe it. They don't, they don't want for a second want to believe that Gus is involved at all. But Hank knows. Right. He knows. He just doesn't know how he. He's not gonna. He doesn't know how to prove it. Oh, it's been, uh, it's been a great season. And, I mean, Farrah and Paul come on here and say the next three to four episodes are going to take you places you've never been before. Wow. As if the first eight or nine haven't right. done that already. Right. Yeah. As if the end of season two, shooting those two guys in the head and run. As yeah. if that yeah. wasn't. Run. Right. I mean, that was, you know, my, that was my favorite line. Run. Run. Oh, my gosh. It's a truly great series. And, um... Why don't we have a chat a bit, a bit more about the Emmys right. okay, sure. and what we what we think about this situation? Nominated for ten, one six thus far in three seasons. Is that right? Over three seasons, it's pretty good. Cranston won all three. Yeah. Aaron uh, Paul nominated twice. The second two seasons won the last one. Yeah. They've when, also when he won, by the way, I was just bawling my eyes uh, out crying because I was so happy. I just remember the look on his face when they called his yeah. name, and that's was yeah. why, why I wanted to ask him what, what he was thinking at the yeah, time. Yeah, it's a great question. He was in utter shock. Yeah, you know, I'm most so people kind of expect to win. He was in utter shock. Interesting. I've got this, this lovely quote from him last year from winning, where he says, I can't even begin to explain it to you. When I saw uh, Cranston's face uh, first, when I saw his face first when they called my name, Brian's, I saw the joint excitement. It's just unreal. And the rest of the cast jumped up and hugged me. And when I went up on stage, I could see Brian jumping up and down, throwing his fist in the air. That's what it's all about. And then Brian took the Emmy three years running, and it was just unreal. And there's this great photo of them goofing off with their two Emmys backstage. Nice. I don't know if you can see that. It's great. It's great. Looks like they have a lot of fun. All right. I bet it really is fun to win an Emmy. All right. And we've got another special guest coming in. Oh, terrific. Hill Harper from CIS New York. CSI. CSI. Thanks for being here. How's it going? It's going good. We're just we're talking about Breaking Bad. Okay. Have you watched any of it? Never no. seen it. All right. <laughs> but you, you should try it. It's very good. Okay. But you're on CSI New York, right? Yes. So you have the pleasure of working with Gary Sinise. I I absolutely do every day. How many uh, How many seasons have you done? This is our eighth season. And and you've been on all eight? I certainly have. Wow. Do you think it'll go to a ninth? No. Okay. This is the last one. No, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. It's, it, you know, the television world right now is, is changing and shifting so quickly. You just never know uh, what the future holds. You know, they moved us to Friday. Yeah. How, but how's that been a, going? Well, it's been great because we have such a strong block on Fridays. Mm-hmm. You know, we win. The, you know, what's amazing about our show is that I don't think, I think in the eight seasons... There's only been one or two nights, and this is literally out of, what, 170-some episodes, where we have lost to an, another regularly scheduled program that wasn't a special. Like, right. you know, I think that we've gotten beaten by, like, the World Series or something like that, but a regular the show. The Olympics. or something. <laughs> yeah, but right. the regularly scheduled program, and then on Friday nights, we were on Wednesdays at 10, where now the uh, original CSI has taken that space. Wednesdays at 10, and, and we're moved to Fridays at 9, and we have um, a new show called 
it's by, with the show with Patrick Wilson. It's going to be our lead-in. A gifted and then, man. A gifted, uh, man. A gifted yeah. man, which is supposed to be very good. I haven't yeah. seen it, but it's supposed to be really well, good. He's terrific. Isn't and surely really? he's going to pull some viewers. Mm-hmm. That's and, pretty and then, and then we've been giving Blue Bloods a real nice lead-in. And so it's been a pretty powerful night. So yeah, it's yeah. interesting. It's just it's just about how many people are there on Friday nights yeah. and what happens over the course of the season. Who knows? Yeah. And how do you find working on on a, on a procedural like CSI? Uh, you know, like the, the what, what do you have to the, the, all of you actors? You're dealing with um, with a case every episode, right? To keep it fresh, like in terms of you as an actor, what do you, you know, how do you approach I, that? I, I, I think that uh, you, number one, you really rely on the writing because at the end of the day, if it's not on the page, I don't care what show it is or what you're doing. If it's not there on the page, you can't make it work. And so, our blessing, and I think the blessing with all the the at least this, all the CSI shows, is that they keep the writing group, the writing team, at an extremely high level. Right. Um, you know, Pam V. Say is our showrunner, and she just is also uh, showrunning the show Ringer, and, and she's oh, just wow. an incredible writer and an incredible showrunner. And, and so the quality of our writing has always been so high. So I really give it up. It's really the biggest challenge is more on the writers to yeah. keep it fresh. Yes. And then, you know, so they're always coming with new different ways that people will die and then new and different ways for <laughs> people for us to solve it which yeah. is which is pretty incredible and then for me as an actor you know during my downtime you know I've written four New York Times best-selling books and so and that's all been since we started CSI because what in happens eight years. Is, in eight that's, years that's one every two years every two years a, a book what sort of stuff out. do you write well my latest book is a book called The Wealth Cure which came out about two weeks ago uh, that it currently is number six on the New York Times bestsellers list. It's, a, it's, it's about redefining what true wealth is in your life and how to to tap into true wealth and living your best what, life. What do you define as true wealth? Well, it's, it's, you go through all these different wealth factors in the book. You okay. know, it's like sure. two, two you need to buy the book, right, you got to exactly. get by the book. But, but <laughs> you know, identifying the difference between smart money and dumb money, figuring out if money is using you or if you're using money, figuring out what your wealth factors are, that kind of thing. But the reason why I mention it is because as an actor on a show like CSI, you have a lot of downtime, so you're yeah. able to, to do other things with yeah. your brain. You're able to, you know, pick up the DNA when you got to do that, but when you're <laughs> sitting around your dressing room, you can write, you can do other things. Right. There's a lot of actors on our show. You know, I write, I personally choose to write non-fiction. All non-fiction, yeah, right. But, but, you know, the other guys, you know, a couple guys are guitarists, and they they play in their in their dressing rooms, and, you know. So there's a way to keep fresh art, as an artist while you're doing the same character over and yeah, over again, yeah. if that makes any sense. Uh, how is it just amazing working with Gary Sinise? I, mean, I love uh, Gary. Super professional, gr- really wonderful family guy um, who comes to work every day ready to work, you know, and so it's been a real tri- pleasure yeah. working with him and, and just uh, being with a real... You know, in eight years, you know, we're not one of those sets where there's any drama. You know, people people are professional. They come to work, they do their job, and then they go home. Yeah. You know, and and uh, you and know, you guys you guys are cast by Jen Cooper, one of like he's a good he's a friend of mine. Oh, is she? Such a great cast director, you know. Doing She's so well. wonderful, and she does a great job. And, and that's another thing that helps keep the show fresh. Obviously, all the guest stars that come onto the show. You know, I actually I was shooting a scene earlier today, and Anna Belknap was also on the show. There was a, a female guest star who was there. And she made the comment to me. She joked. She said, "You know what? If you're a female, young female actress, and you haven't guested on our show in eight years, where have you been?" I mean, she was making like it was kind of like if you're a New York actor and you were never on Law and Order. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, you know, it's the same type of thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of wonderful guest star roles, particularly for damsels in distress. Uh, it seems that always there's a young, scantily clad girl being killed. Uh, you know, for ratings purposes, I'm sure. Yeah. And and so uh, it's been it's been fun. Terrific. Well, Hill Harper from uh, CSI New York. Thank, Thank you so you. much Thank you for having a chat job. with us. Absolutely. Turn forward to your book, which is called The Wealth Cure. The, the Wealth, Wealth Cure, Cure, number six on the New York Times bestseller list. Yes. Go so and buy it, people. Want to keep it there, exactly. And support and Amazon.com, MarsandNobles.com is the best Fantastic. place. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for Thank giving you us guys. your time. Thank you guys. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hill Harper from CSI New York. Yes. Kicking some goals with the old celebs today. Who's next? Bring it on. Yeah. 
And of course, Jen Cooper, who I was just talking about, casting yeah. director, has cast CSI New York. I think uh, for most of its, it's most of its in time since she started back um, at FMW, she uh, was one of the cast directors on Serial Buddies, and in fact, is responsible for me being in Serial Buddies. How about right, that? Which is where we're going to be seen at the Boston Film Festival. Boston Sneak Film Peak. Festival uh, next Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night. Right? Yeah. Starting to uh, starting to uh, poke its, uh, Paul, its little head. An amazing job of acting in that yes, movie. I must incredible. say, Paul is uh, I was in the editing room with him. Very many. Uh, <laughs> we have many hours. Yes. You also yes. see John play about fifty million characters, <laughs> right. and, Tam, and Tam did all of the costumes. <laughs> I did the wardrobe. Yeah. So, so it was a family affair. This movie. sure was. Yeah. Uh, it all. It all. Uh, it all. It's all connected. Yeah. Us to CSI New York. Um, what were we talking? We were talking about the Emmys, okay. right? Emmys. I did want to get your guys' uh, opinion on, and we did talk about it a bit on Boardwalk. But to you, gentlemen, right. Cranston no longer around. Yeah. Is Ham a shoe in, or is Bashemi gonna? Well, Bashemi uh, won the SAG award, and he won the Globe, and he won the Globe. So uh, you've got to think that he's gonna win it. Now the odds makers. I have the odds right here in front of us. The odds makers say it's John Hamm by eighty percent, Steve Buscemi by twenty. I have to agree. Really, uh, I, the episode that Ham submitted, very emotional, and it and it kind of him and Peggy getting drunk. Yes, and it was normally a, a typical episode of Mad Men is they jump around. They focus on different characters. Right? The most majority of this episode was just the two of them. Yeah. So and it was very emotional and I, I actually like his chances as well. So I, you, you, you think he gets the nod? I think he I think he will win. Okay. I, 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 I do feel will. that perhaps the Academy will also keep in mind that he has been amazing for three seasons, yes. four seasons, mm-hmm. has not had a chance right. because yeah, of Cranston. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, so you think John Hamm, you think John Hamm, yes. you, you had earlier said, said Steve Buscemi. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah. I, I feel I, like you know. Boardwalk might have more of a chance of upsetting Mad Men in Best, best Drama, drama yeah. than, oh, maybe, I don't know what I think. I, I think that. I don't know I think they will give talk the, about I think they'll give the, the whole thing to Boardwalk. I think really? they'll give. Yeah, I think they'll give the actor John. I think it will go one either way. I think it'll go one way or another. If Boardwalk wins it, I think it'll go to Ham. If if Mad Men, but here's, it'll the, go here's to the better Shemi. question: okay. What would it be if Breaking Bad was in? No one can have a prayer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I think whoever wins, Buscemi or Ham, they should thank Brian Cranston for not being nominated. <laughs> that should be the first person they say. Yeah, I want to thank Brian Cranston for not yes. being here. Yeah, because uh, let's face it, like. Their actors are allowed to submit one episode. Yeah, he could submit any one of the yeah. one from this season. That's right. You know, whereas cer- certain act- actors have maybe one or two really stand out. He has a whole season to choose from, which is that speaks a lot. You know, so yeah. I mean, you'd also, I mean, considering how impressed we've been with Aaron Paul's season, you'd be hard pressed to not see him pulling it off a second time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he deserved it last season, he deserves it this season. Oh, my God. This season, even more so, I would say. That's what I think. Is, I think for sure. All right. All right. Uh, any other, any other like, startling moments you guys feel we need to cover? Well, how about Gus? First of all, we kind of, we just barely touched on Gus and his backstory. Yeah. Which I thought was, I love it when they do that. I love that you, you never know. They bring people back, even though they've been killed. They'll do a flashback, and you'll see. And so I just like that. I also thought... Coming off of that, his Terminator move last last yes. week. Yes. Bullets are firing everywhere. He just goes right into it. Yes. Knowing full well they wouldn't shoot him. It was incredible. Yeah. But, but still being able to do it. I mean, like even if you thought they're not going to kill me, it's yeah, still a hard thing to do. I mean, the guts that takes. Yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. What, what, I, I also really liked the detail of of his. Oh, incoming! Look what we got. We got some. We got some all natural oh, kettle. Hi. Hi. We need some more. How's it going? We need some more. How's it going? It's going it's good. Talk to us. What are we now dealing with? Better, right? Yes. Popcorn Indiana. No. Yes, I've had it before. It's delicious. You yeah, know I haven't. I said I, I was holding the off. I was holding off for this moment. You don't have world. to settle for kettle corn only at the county fair. Popcorn Indiana is called. So talk to us about it. Popcorn Indiana, as I said, the best popcorn in the world. Comes in a million different flavors. We have kettle corn, cinnamon sugar. We have cocoa kettle. It's very good. Bacon ranch. We have you name it. We have it. Movie theater. It's the best. I've had your chips for the first time today. You must talk about them because they're the delicious. Chippins are new. We have them in sea salt. We have white cheddar. 
buffalo wings and or hot buffalo and um, jalapeno ranch. And are they like potato them. chips or are they like nacho no, chips? No, they're healthy for you, not they're like healthy. potato chips, but you can dip them so it's even better than a regular chip. So you can and dip them into unhealthy stuff. That's they're right. so good because they have, this, they have this texture of the popcorn, yes. you know, and they're so good. I'm telling you, I just was eating them an hour. So what does kettle popped mean? What does it mean? Yeah, like as opposed to, is that how popcorn's normally popped? It's popcorn Indiana's secret. We can't share. You can't. You can't. Explain. It's like the the kernel's secret. But it's low in calories and it's amazing. In a kettle. That's how they were popping. Really? Yeah. It's like a kettle that you. Bo- why you are also famous in your own way? Yeah. Please. Why are you famous in your own way? Yeah. Why are you famous in your own way? Yeah. What did you do to get in trouble? I forgot. How did this work? I don't know what you're talking about. What? Were you on the bus? Yeah, she dated somebody. One of those guys. You dated someone from the bus? I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, with the band. We love which season of The Bachelor? Uh, Come on, you have to go. Am I turning bright red? What? Can I, no, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Actually, you're now right. more red than the packaging. Okay, we the won't packaging talk about is now not as red as you. Was, were your employers happy with the extra publicity or upset? My employers are happy because I'm a great publicist. Because you do a really good right. job. Exactly. I met every photo of you had a I'm bag of popcorn. I'm so red right now. Well, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So, um, at least we got popcorn out of it. So, for any of you um, Harry Potter geeks out there, um, uh, Mr. Malfoy just went past. Jason Isaacs. He has a new uh, series coming out. They've been trying to get him on a pilot for for about four years, five years. I think he's shot a couple that none of them stuck. Yeah. He's on one, it's stuck, it's coming to series. Uh, he's got black hair, dark hair, the opposite to um, yeah, Lucius Malfoy is blonde. Yeah. Right. He just stepped out the door. So um, he's uh, he's terrific. I don't know if any of you guys saw Green Zone, the uh, Paul Greengrass film starring um, Matt Matt Damon. <laughs> Bit of a born oh, legacy yes, thing about right. the like conspiracy theory. Well, not really conspiracy. Probably facts about the Iraq War. He played the bad. He's been great in everything. He was in the Patriot. He was in Soldier. I mean, the guy's been great in everything. He's just such a good badass. Terrific. But I also, he's also played. What was it? Came over the role where he didn't play the badass. He played the good guy. And I was like, whoa! I was. I thought for sure he was going to be a badass in that too. I can't remember the role. I'm sorry if I remember it. I'll cut. But he played just this great guy. And, And you know. Actually, was it on West Wing? Yeah, it was West Wing. Was it West Wing? It was on like West Wing. Wow. Back yeah, in the he day. was the one that was. Um, boy, pull that out. Okay. Which, speaking of the Emmys, we uh, is yeah, that exactly. won nine Emmys yeah. in a season and holds the current record. Which yeah. Boardwalk Empire could potentially yeah. be if they win two, they just need to win two more than equal, and they need. Now, do you think that's going to happen? No. Uh, uh, they could win two because Scorsese will win, and if Buscemi wins. Like it, um, I, I don't think Kelly McDonald's will win. No. Yeah, but look, no. this is their dominance so far. Look, they've been nominated for 11. They've won seven of the of 11. They're nominated for already. 18 total. So on the on the Sunday they've got. If you keep the same ratio, they're usually going to get two more. Director, drama, actor, and supporting yeah. actress. Cinematography. I think oh, they'll yeah. get two more. I think they'll equal yeah. nine. I don't think they'll do ten. Well, now, usually a, a show, the Academy likes to pick the new kid on the block, so to speak. Yeah. However, Mad Men has dominated the category four times in a row, drama series. So, um, and if Mad Men wins, they tie the West Wing from North. Yeah. So, be interesting to see what would happen. I, I'm going. The question is, was season four strong enough for Mad Men? I think it was, actually. I think it was. I think it was one of the better seasons out of all four of them. Wow. So, I like their chances. I think it's going to win. I think... My personal favorite is Dexter, but they don't really have a shot with that with that series. But at least Michael C. Hall. Oh, did did he win the Globe? Who? Michael C. Hall. I think or he did. did. He win the, like when he was just recovered. I think he won last year. I don't think he won anything this year. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, have we hit everything? Because 
We're good, we're good. We can I, I, this I think we're good. Yeah. Um, I'm good. We're we're I'm, still, I'm still sort of basking in the glow of sitting here and shaking yeah, we hands really, with Aaron Paul. We really want to thank so Aaron Paul. It's exciting to have him here. Yeah. When he walked in the door, several of us, I'm just going to say me, <laughs> were like giddy like schoolgirls here. And uh, it was it was so exciting to have him here. And thank goodness he came over. I mean, well, how generous, you know? Uh, there's yeah. a lot going on here. There he seemed really in. into the uh, whole idea that we sit here and... and, and, and Speaking of Aaron, we're going to do our finale. We really hope that we're, going to, we're working on uh, putting our finale of Breaking Bad. We're going to be doing it, hopefully, at the John Lovett's uh, studio, Comedy Club, Comedy Club, Club, where they have a studio there. And, and, you know, if we can really get Aaron there, that would be great. And Aaron we'll said he's going to see if he can get some of the other guys there as yeah, well. Yeah, we because we would love to have the writers come on. We would love to have everybody come on. It's such a It'll be like a five-hour podcast. We'll yeah, we're going to work on that really hard. So hopefully, just stay tuned for that. We'll have some upcoming news for you in the next, yeah, keep next time we do that. And of course, looking forward to the final, fifth and final season. 16 episodes ordered. Starts due to start shooting early 2012. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, uh, just briefly, I mean, what is Walt going to die at the end? Is I think that the so. Only way? Yeah. Is that the only I way? Yeah, I, I, Kevin and I argue about this all the time. I think he, Kevin really wants him to succeed to go on to live beyond the show and you know and everything I've read and everything I've heard Vince Gilligan has always said this will not end pretty and my guess is that this guy will not end pretty I think that if, if anybody makes it out right now the way it looks is like, for me is Jesse is the only one that looks like he might make it out Oh, yeah. what, the other question is how many of Walt's family will still be alive. That's what I think is where exactly. the real heartbreak and the real... Uh, yeah, I think there is real heartbreak. Jesse and the baby. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's possible. Yeah, maybe. There's a prediction. There's only you heard it here first, people. <laughs> I, think, I think Walt's demise... Well, I should say Walt's... What's the word I'm looking for? His, his uh, sink into hell is going to be complete. I, agree with I, you. I think his descent into descent hell, to hell yeah. will be complete. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I don't absolutely. think they will it's, pull it, back there's from actually, that. There's actually, you know, it, it's, we've, we've, we've said it before, there are real Shakespearean elements to this yeah. series, and more and more it becomes like Macbeth. More and more and more. The blood on the hands, yeah. the descent, the, the, gra- the grab for power, because now yeah. Walt, once Gus is gone, as if Walt doesn't see the power vacuum that is oh, yeah. the potential the for him. The power that's been denied him his entire life yes. is within his grasp. And that's what's In so wonderful, that rage, that, yeah. that suppression he's felt his whole life that was right. like so wonderfully mapped out in season one yeah. with his millionaire friends yeah. and, and how he just swallowed it all. And it's almost as if... Oh, you know, swallowing so much for years. That it caused him cancer, yeah. you know? That and, cancer from yeah. and it's only through that disease that he's been able to like. And he's been able to expunge the cancer. Right. But in the process, he's lo- you know he's, he's, he's the exchanges his soul. Right. But I think Walt definitely out. Jesse maybe, but I think Jesse might survive. Yeah, I, I, I feel like. So. Wouldn't that be ironic? The guy that was going to get written off on the third episode. Well, is the, the last man standing. Yes. Yeah, All right. What a great note to end on. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone for listening in or watching After Buzz TV on Newstream. Uh, iTunes, AfterBuzzTV.com. We've been coming to you live from the Emmy Awards gifting suites at the Mondrian Hotel, Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood. Tam, John, Kenny, I'm Paul. Thanks so much, guys. Everyone out there, enjoy the rest of the season. Four apps to go. And then, you know, keep listening. Hopefully we'll have that finale at the John Maybe Lennon's Maybe we'll have some more Aaron. Yeah, it's terrific. You're on AfterBuzzTV, guys, and we will buzz you later. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.